0: You're listening to Inside Healthcare, a podcast presented by NCQA. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Inside Healthcare. I'm Matt Brock. We feature Delia Brand this week, director of Alabama Tom Bigme Regional Commission Area Agency on Aging. She discusses how NCQA's accreditation of case management for long-term services and supports improves the quality of care now we recorded this interview before the covid 19 pandemic outbreak but you can bet delia brand and her colleagues are exceptionally busy treating the most vulnerable among us and helping them at home so let's get started with delia brand okay how long you've been the aaa director
1: i think about 10 years now
0: uh, and what are AAAs?
1: Area Agencies on Aging.
0: Are they that everywhere?
1: They are, I, I think. Like in nationwide, every state nationwide? Yeah, I think they're all called Area Agencies on and, Aging. And do
0: you all have senior centers or do you?
1: We do. Actually, in our region here, we have 30 senior centers. Wow. And um,
0: how big's your region?
1: We cover 10 counties, oh, okay. it's a very rural, large area, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, it, how, we have our challenges. How many
0: clients would you?
1: In the nutrition program, I think we have about 1,600 right now in our region, and then on the Medicaid waiver program, we have um, around 800 active clients at any given time.
0: What's the Medicaid waiver program?
1: So the Medicaid Waiver Program is uh, a program that we're able to provide services in the home for clients to, um, these are clients that would be financially and medically eligible to be placed in a nursing home setting. And so we're able to provide services to them in their home and case managers oversee all those services. Um, So we're able to uh, help maintain them in the home setting for as long as possible and delay institutional care.
0: Why is that? Why do we try to do that? First of all, obviously people rather would, would rather stay home.
1: Well, that's the main thing. You know, most people want to stay at home as long as they can in their in their houses, surrounded by their family and their friends, um, but also there's a great benefit financially to the state Medicaid agency. We're able to provide services in the home for about $850 a month per client, and you compare that to a nursing home cost of five to six thousand dollars a month. That's a tremendous savings statewide.
0: So you've been um, you, you've been doing this for a while now, but now you're all beginning to sing. the same song Yes. Tell me about that.
1: Absolutely. Well, um, you know, we're all very different. There's 13 AAAs in the state of Alabama. We're all very different. Um, You know, some, like ours, uh, cover a really rural area of the state. Some are urban. Some are independent area agencies on aging. Some are housed under a council of governments. Um, So we're very different, but um, through the NCQA accreditation, we've really been able to standardize and um, move to where I think we're all providing a higher level of care for our clients, and um, it's, it's nice to know that we're more uniform across the state now.
0: So you, then you can compare approaches and, and share approaches. To challenges yes. and successes, that sort of thing. Absolutely, is that happening? Yeah, tell me I, about that.
1: I think we really are. We, um, when we all decided to go through the NCQA accreditation, we knew that um, we needed to work together, and so um, we formed committees, statewide committees, to focus on some of the areas that we knew we needed to make improvements in. Um, policies and procedures, um, information technology, um, HIPAA, you know, things like that. And so we formed these statewide committees and really began to work together to um, bring things more in line uh, with the standards and so it's been a great advantage, I think, that we weren't all out there trying to reinvent the wheel, you know. We were able to work together in teams.
0: So have you seen, it for your own clients, because in the end, that's who we're talking about, right? Is oh, yeah. who this is all for.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: have you seen a difference for your clients? Yeah. In one way?
1: Definitely. Um, I think there's no doubt that client care has improved. Um just the approach that we're taking now with our clients, um, the you know starting with the assessment of the client. We're doing much more robust assessments. Um, we have clinical coordinators, nurses, and social, work, uh, social workers in place now who oversee um, a lot of the care that's being provided and, and a lot of the case management services. Um, we're doing medication reviews that we previously didn't do. Um, so, another big thing too has been the person centered concept. Right. Really um, having our case managers focus on the, the wants and the needs and the desires of the client, I think, has made a tremendous uh, difference for us. We're really letting those um, wishes of the client uh, govern how we move forward with that client's care plan.
0: And so I'm, I imagine, do you ask satisfaction questions of your clients? Is we there do. And how, has that changed, do you think? Uh, yes. Okay, tell me about that.
1: I, I think we're already seeing satisfaction increase. Um, satisfaction really was already pretty high in the program, but um, we have done surveys uh, a year ago and fairly recently, and we have seen an increase in that satisfaction.
0: Do you feel like, Delia, uh, your agency was ahead of maybe some others in the state, or were you in the middle of the pack? or?
1: Yeah, I think... Um... Our agency was probably one of the leaders in the accreditation effort. Uh, We were, um, our state agency, our oversight agency, grouped us into groups as far as going through the accreditation. And so there were four agencies that were in the first group, and our agency was one of those. So we were really tasked with um, doing a lot of the work around revising policies and procedures. And we were able to share that with some of the other agencies in the state.
0: There is a finite sort of financial help here and then it sort of ends and you have to take off on your own. Right. And pay for your right. own accreditation, I suppose. Right. Going to do that?
1: Yes. Why? Yes. Well, I, I just think it's important. To, you know, the, um, the whole climate is changing around healthcare. care. And um, we're looking for opportunities not only to do those traditional programs that we've always done, like the Medicaid waiver, but I think uh, agencies statewide and, and nationwide really are looking for other business opportunities. And I think the NCQA accreditation um, gives us what we need to be able to market ourselves to other possible you know, ventures in the future. Other
0: possible clients that sort of, for other insurance companies, I presume. And
1: absolutely. um,
0: Interesting. Um, And uh, what what do you think has been the biggest challenge in this transformation?
1: Well, you know, change, any kind of change is difficult. I think for us, the biggest challenge has been Convincing our case managers uh, that they need to make these changes and having them understand why they're making these changes. Really what they did before NCQA accreditation has has changed a lot. um, As I mentioned, we're doing a lot more assessments, a lot more person-centered.
0: So (laughs) person-centered, the way I define it, uh, because we're person-centered people too, I mean that's Mm -hmm. what we believe in, right? But essentially, it's not finding out, uh, you know, it's not just trying to meet, get your blood pressure to 120 over 80. It's making sure you can go to the park with your grandkids, exactly. right? Exactly. Tell yes. me about that. When-
1: so I think in the old way of doing business, we were very focused on the services that we were providing for the clients. Making sure that the direct service providers were coming in the home and that the client was seeing the physician when they needed to and things like that. Under the person-centered concept, we focus more on those desires and wishes for that client. You know, what are your goals? What would you like to be able to do? And, you know, we had a client when we were first starting this out that said, you know, I really want to go be able to go visit my brother who lives out of state and he'd not been able to do that because of mobility issues. So you know, using that goal, we were able to bring in some physical therapy into the home and do some things to help that become a reality for that client.
0: Uh, that's exciting, that's what you're here for, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So other around the country, not in Alabama, mm-hmm. other area uh, agencies on aging, uh, facing sort of similar challenges that you, you have, what's your advice to them? Get this, I imagine. Yeah. Get accredited because it's a blueprint.
1: Right. I think the NCQA accreditation um, is valuable for other agencies. Uh, Like I said, things are changing and we need to be prepared to move into maybe new lines of business that we hadn't traditionally done. But, um, you know, I think more importantly than that is just getting your organization up to speed and up to par and really. Providing the best that you really can for the clients that you serve.
0: Hmm. Would you say this has achieved the goals? You've you've succeeded.
1: Yes, I, I would. Why
0: why would you say that?
1: You know, we really are providing so much better care for the clients that we serve now than we have in the past. Um,
0: Do you? That's obviously not because you didn't want to. I mean, you wanted right, to give them, yes, right? Yes,
1: we wanted to, but I think. Um, you know, moving into compliance with NCQA standards has really just made us more professional, more effective, more efficient in our work.
0: Are you part of the LTSS Best Practices Academy? Yes. Tell we, me, what, what does that work for you? Is we it helpful? Have been,
1: yeah. We really used it last year a lot as we were actively working toward the accreditation. We participated in a lot of the webinars. That they offered, um, we you know read the newsletters that came out every month. I think it was very valuable, uh, particularly the webinars, um, the opportunity to ask questions, you know, in a live format, and to hear from other uh, organizations that were also going through the accreditation was was really invaluable.
0: So, uh, other states. Let's go back to other states. What. Uh, you, you, you know, you said this helps you get your get your house in order, so mm-hmm. to speak. And um, other states are on the fence about spending the money yeah. to do it, I presume. Right. It's worth it.
1: I do believe it's worth it. We were really fortunate in Alabama to have some financial assistance uh, with kind of the startup cost of going through this. You know, Alabama was able to get some of the no wrong door um, no Wrong Door grant from ACL, and that helped fund you know, the cost of the accreditation for us. Um, we were also able to bring in a consultant to help kind of guide us along the way as we were getting started. You know, I think we could have done it without that, but it was nice not to have to go to our bosses, those of us that are under councils of government, and say, hey, you know, I need to spend this money because uh, this is what we want to do. It was nice to be able to have that covered through the no wrong door funds. Um, but ultimately, you know, even if we had had to pay for it, I would say it's worth it for sure.
0: That seed money probably was really it was a really, good a good incentive for a lot of folks. It was
1: helpful. And I, you know I think we still would have all gotten there, I think statewide. we would have all gotten. To the finish line but um, like I said that that certainly made it easier to sell.
0: Uh, it sets a standard and it sets uh, so many things in motion. Mm-hmm. I, I, everyone says to me and this is not just about LTSS accreditation it's about almost all of our products. I say it's the blueprint it sort of gives us a structure under which to work right right yeah. challenges you, you just said it was getting your getting your case managers for the most part yeah, on, getting, on board or just trained.
1: I think getting them on board was uh, was a challenge they were used to doing it the way they'd always done it and here we were saying yeah we've got a we got to meet what we've always done but we're gonna do a lot of extra things now and um, uh, they do a lot more assessments. They're doing more documentation. Um, they're collaborating more with other people on the care team. Um, so we had to train them. Yeah, that was important to train them. But we really had to get them to understand why we were doing it and, and buy into the whole concept.
0: And how did you do that? How did you get them to buy in?
1: Um, are they
0: bought in, or you still have some that are still- there's always a late, yeah. There's always one dragging their feet. Yeah, but.
1: for the most part, I'd say they're all pretty well bought in. Mm-hmm. Now we do still, you know, to be honest, we do still sometimes hear them say, "Well, you know, why do we have to do it that way? This is over and above what our mm-hmm. um,
0: what we used to do or requirements
1: what it, uh, used to be." So, yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think for the ones that are, have been able to see the outcomes, the positive outcomes. Um, for the clients that they serve, it's, it's been, they've, we've won them over to the whole idea. A lot of training was required though, um, uh-huh. training,
0: training. Well, training. isn't it natural, I mean, yeah, first of all, these folks spend their time out in the field not under a great deal of oversight, you know, they're not <laughs> sitting, you're not sitting over there looking over their shoulder. Um, so it's sort of natural when when there's new stuff and the unknown mm-hmm. to sort of fear it or reject it yeah. just because it's the un- it's human nature. Right. Um, I'm glad to hear that they you know see the results and then that changes because yeah. nobody let's face it nobody goes into our line of work to get rich. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because they're not that's not going to happen.
1: They all have that social work mentality, you know, right. of really wanting to serve. I think and. Um, you know, I think to compound the all the changes was the fact that we added a new technology platform.
0: Right.
1: So we really, in the past, had been very paperwork heavy, um, a lot of paper documentation. And so in order to be compliant with the standards, we knew we needed to have access to more of our data, to be able to really own the data that we collect. Um, So we did uh, find a new technology platform, a web-based platform. So our case managers um, were also learning all the new policies and procedures while learning to work in a whole new web-based program. So instead of working on paper, they're taking the tablets into the homes with them, documenting in real time and um, so they've been through a lot of change in the last year.
0: (laughs) But in the end they'll get used to that and then won't want to change that either. That's right and it really
1: does make you know it is making them more efficient with their time. One thing that we added that we had not done before um, was having medication review done by a registered nurse and I'm aware of a situation in another AAA where their nurse Um, was able to find through the med review that the client was taking uh, twice the amount of insulin that she was supposed to be taking. And so because of uh, catching that and reporting it to the doctor and you know getting the client to stop what she had been taking before a change had been made that was a situation that really um, that process I think kept that client from having a really potentially bad outcome.
0: Right, Mm. I mean, the killer. Yeah. If you do too (laughs) much or too little. Mm -hmm. So that sort of adding that review to your services.
1: Just that medication review. Save one life. Yeah.
0: And doesn't that make it sort of worth it all anyway? Oh, yeah. You know, you get one, yeah. yeah. But there will be more.
1: Uh huh. Definitely, yeah.
0: Really want to thank Delia Brand for inviting us to Alabama and for sharing. Uh, her work with us and her colleagues with us and actually allowing us to ride along on a visit while we were there. It was exciting to see, exciting work to see. So thank you, Delia Brand, and thank you for listening. Before you go, if you're listening on an Apple device, we ask that you give us stars, give us five stars, so that we can go up in the search results that attract new viewers. Again, thank you for listening. Thanks for passing us on to your friends. We're already looking forward to the next episode of Inside Healthcare. We hope you will too. We'll see you again, no doubt.